0: Hello and welcome back to Voxburner's Youth Trends podcast. Now, before we kick off today's episode, just a quick note from today's sponsors. Now, did you know that you can get a better, more meaningful web address on an extension other than just .com? Well, here at VoxBurn, we've been using .online for all our virtual events and we really love it. Try it out for yourself. Type into your browser, www.yms.online, and there you go. It's cool, right? Now, in a noisy digital world, your online brand should be standout and be memorable. And one of the easiest ways to do this is by using a .online domain name. And also, if you're selling anything online, you need to get a dot .store domain for your e-commerce website. So it's www.yourbrand.store. Makes it loud and clear and that you're selling online and most importantly, you're open for business. So get yourself a dot .online and a dot .store domain name for your online presence. Head over to GoDaddy or literally any other domain registrar or website hosting provider out there to get your new domain name dot online and dot store today now on today's youth trends podcast we're speaking with anne marie cmo at the incredible drl the drone racing league now i talk with anne marie about how over the past five years the drl have dominated this space what platforms are working for them right now and how gen z are making the impossible possible (laughs) Good morning and welcome to Voxburner's Youth Trends Podcast. How are you?
1: I'm fantastic. It's so great to be here with you, Richard.
0: It, well, it's, it's great to have you. And where are you dialing in from? I know it's the States, but, but whereabouts?
1: Our office is headquartered in the Flatiron District of New York City.
0: Know it well. Know it well. Some great places to eat there, I believe. Some great places to eat. Some good salt beef bars.
1: We're in the um, center of it all in New York City, and it's incredible to have a drone operation stood up right in the heart of the city.
0: It's, it's incredible to hear about. Well, look, that's why, you know, we're here to learn more. So it'd be great to kick off by hearing a bit about, you know, yourself, uh, your role over at, you know, the Drone Racing League. Um, yeah, it'd be great to kick us off with that. Go for it.
1: Great. Well, um, my name is Anne-Marie Giannuttos. I serve as the Chief Marketing Officer of the Drone Racing League. We are the number one drone racing property in the world. Before I came to DRL, I had senior marketing roles at several organizations um, in the media world, for example, NBC, uh, Fox Entertainment, and Condé Nast. And I most recently spent six years as the chief marketing officer of one of the um, largest luxury real estate firms in the nation called Fulham Lawrence, owned by Berkshire Hathaway. Um, while I was there, I learned all about how to put in data-driven marketing and build marketing organizations from the ground up that would be prepared to be really effective at speaking to the new generations, like Gen Z.
0: Absolutely fan- fantastic. And, and, and you know, forgive me, you know, Drone racing League is quite new to me. You know, I've only recently come across it. So, for for anybody, maybe the system that that doesn't know that much about it, it'd be great to hear a little bit more about about, about what you guys do for sure.
1: Well, anybody listening today that's not familiar with drones is going to, we're going to have a lot of fun telling you about it. The Drone Racing League is an innovative sports, entertainment, and technology property. Best drone pilots in the world fly in our league, and we have millions of fans that watch them race on broadcast outlets like NBC, as well as streaming on Twitter and Facebook. Um, Other things to know about us is we have groundbreaking technology. We own all of the drones that race in the league. We invented them and we invented the sport itself. And our pilots race in these very immersive, high-speed races, both virtually and in real life. We'd like to say that drone racing is really creating a new era of sports, which combines esports and real life racing.
0: Thank you. And, and you know, Anne Marie, the, the past year, you know, the pandemic, it's it's been a huge challenge for everybody. You know, there's absolutely no getting away from that. But it's also presented, you know, for for a number of brands, new opportunities. Um, absolutely. Um, and and for you guys, how's it affected you? And and it's it's enabled you to attract a new a new a new wave of fans. I imagine. Um, am I right in thinking that?
1: You're absolutely right. Last year, the sports landscape experienced the greatest reshuffling of sports in modern history. And when you have a sport that is as innovative as drone racing, we were able to think about the way that we do our racing and pivot to something entirely new. Mm. So usually in a normal year, you would see us racing drones in stadiums and palaces all over the world in front of thousands of fans. But when the pandemic struck and we were unable to gain access to these stadiums, we said, well, what else could we do to keep our sport on track? And so we had, we had some really great conversations internally, and the team came up with a way to take our console game, which is available on Xbox, on Steam, and on PlayStation. And we said, we can could, we could still race. Let's just race on the console.
0: Unbelievable. We
1: had to make some modifications to the game so that there was zero latency, so that the drones would race as fast in the game as you would ex- uh, experience in real life. And we did it all live on broadcast TV and on streaming, so we were able to have a season as normal, just in a virtual capacity.
0: That's unbelievable. Um, I, and actually, side note: I've just bought a PlayStation, um, and I am going to be checking it out. I, I didn't realize it was on, on the PS, so I'm, I'm going to check that out after we've done this for sure. That sounds awesome. Um, and, and, and Marie, have you found a, a shift, uh, you know, within your audience? I know. You know, we're really keen to talk about, you know, Gen Z and and the youth demographic.
1: So the the drone racing audience attracts fans of all ages. But when we look at and did some research on who are really the core fans, the greatest number of fans across our fan base, we honed in on a very young, predominantly Gen Z uh, audience that overwhelmingly loves technology in all forms, not just drone racing. They also really like bite-sized content, content, snackable uh, video bites and interactive gaming. And so because we're so innovative and that we're powered by technology, we're often described as a real life video game. So you could see why these folks, the tech setters are so interested in our sport. We discovered the tech setters when we were doing research on our audience. So we hired a world-class research firm called Wasserman who went out and surveyed our fan base globally.
0: Familiar with? And me. what
1: they discovered when they were doing this research is that there are 800 million people in the world between the ages of 16 and 35 that are not that interested in traditional sports. They're also not that interested in esports, but they're really interested in technology and gaming. And further, they have behaviors that feel a lot like sports behavior. They're interested in betting. They're interested in um, they're interested in uh, wagering and free to play games. And so we decided to examine them a little bit further. And because of their core interest in technology, we dub them the tech setters. I see. Um, so the tech setters are also the other thing you should know about them is that they are really into content creation because of technology always at their fingertips in the form of a mobile phone, or maybe in the form of a drone. Mm. They love to capture content. They love to share that content online. Sounds a lot like Gen Z, right? Mm. And then they love to um, tell people about their passion. So it's a really valuable audience for potential sports sponsors to know about because they're hard to reach in traditional sports and they're very hard to reach even in esports arena. Really. You've got to reach them through gaming or alternative ways that they're um, getting into sports and entertainment these days. of our audience is under 34 and the lion's share of them are under 24. Uh, We're always keeping a platform on, uh, we're always keeping a pulse on what platform works best for our audience. And so we've noticed that TikTok and YouTube in particular are really resonating with our younger fans. But we're thinking more broadly about it, especially in a global nature, Weibo, which is a video service in China, um, has been very popular for the DRL fan base, and we stream our races there. And some of our older fans enjoy watching us on broadcast, uh, including NBC and Sky Sports, for example.
0: Righty, fantastic. But big, big networks, big networks, fantastic. Um, and I know recently you partnered with Twitter, you know, for, you know, for your live streaming, as you, know, as, uh, as you mentioned. Um, some emerging platforms, especially around audio, um, Clubhouse, is that on your radar? Um, yeah, well what are your thoughts on on, on, that, on that platform?
1: So while we're, we do streaming long form races on Twitter, Facebook and Weibo, as I had just mm. mentioned, we also host esports style events on Twitch. Um, and we do push out content on emerging platforms like Clubhouse, like TikTok. TikTok is our fastest growing platform. Yeah. Um, we're leaning into this to create viral trends with having the world's best drone pilots at your disposal, they have incredible creativity to take the drones out and to fly them and show off absolutely mind blowing stunts that are catching fire on TikTok. Um, We've also hosted some Q&A style podcasts uh, with the DRL pilots Mm -hmm. on Clubhouse. And we're also always have our eye open to think about what else is new and emerging because with a very tech forward audience, like the Jordan Racing League has, we always want to be first Absolutely. on our, um, platforms.
0: You know, I know you work with some, some great brands um, and I can only imagine that brands kind of want to jump on this. Like, you know, like Wildfire is, is, is so awesome. Um, what partnerships have you found that have been working really well for you recently? Any any come to mind that you'd like to share?
1: We're very proud to share with you that we've had some really groundbreaking partnerships over the past year. One of my favorites uh, was our partnership with DraftKings where we transformed DRL into the first aerial sport that fans can legally bet on in the United States. We're currently legal uh, for betting on drones in seven states and more states are pending. The day that we announced the partnership with DraftKings, their stock soared by 5%. Imagine. And we also, when we came about and thought about working with DraftKings, we always took a data-driven approach. We had surveyed our fans and we wanted to know, are they interested in placing a bet on drones? Are they interested in free-to-play? And our data showed that mm-hmm. our fans are 90% more likely to place a sports bet than average fans. Mm-hmm. Kind of going back to that tech setter conversation we had where they're not fans of traditional sports or esports, but they have those sports-like behaviors inherent in what they like to do. Um, the DraftKings partnership was a huge success. We had well over a million fans tuning in to our betting shows. So right before the race, we did a pre-show with DraftKings. And we also saw 230,000 entries Uh, for our free-to-play pools for this season, which was incredible. It was um, 30% higher than what DraftKings thought that we would achieve. So as we think about coming up to our 2021 season, you'll see us do a couple new things. We're always thinking about how can we form partnerships to bring cutting-edge technology to our fan base and also help our partners show off their technology. So right now, we're working on building the very first 5G drone with T-Mobile, which we're super excited to unveil. Very
0: exciting, yeah.
1: You'll also see us dive into crypto um, and fintech. That's such a bullseye for DRL and our tech-obsessed fan base. And then I think the other thing that we like to think about is all the personal care brands that our pilots love and can authentically talk about and help um you know really create a lot of new energy around
0: that's awesome um and Marie, you know, here at voxburner you know we are all about empowering young people um giving them a voice and giving them you know a positive future um it'd be great to hear a bit more about i, I believe you're developing is a stem program
1: stem is a very very important topic for gen z and stem is core to our sport it's core to the technology that runs our sport And it's frankly a passion point for our fans. Mm. So it seemed really natural that last year when schools started closing and educators were feeling the pressure of how to keep students engaged and involved as the world was shutting down for the pandemic, that DRL stepped forward and take a leadership position to help educators, especially uh, of underprivileged students and bring our assets forward to help. So we quickly launched the DRL Academy program to help students stuck at home learn more about robotics, engineering, and physics. And we can do that in a really fun and engaging way for students because we're racing high-speed drones. Mm-hmm. So over the past year, we've teamed up with more than hundred schools and STEM organizations, and we've been able to give thousands of students access to our DRL simulator game available on Xbox, PlayStation, and Steam. And it enables them not only to learn how to fly drones, but it teaches them how to build drones. There's a workshop in the simulator that simulates how you would actually put all of the components together and tutorials to step you through that process. Um, Any educators that want to get involved, they can email us at stem at drl.io and we'd be happy to hook you up and give you some more information on the DRL Academy program.
0: Absolutely. Let's we'll be sure to put that in the link as well to the podcast so people can click directly on it. Let's we'll be sure to do that. Thank you. Um yeah Henri, it sounds like you guys are doing some incredible like game-changing, no pun intended, work, you know, within the youth space. Absolutely. Um, Moving on a bit about, you know, yourself um, personally, it'd be great to hear, I guess, out of what's been a very colourful career so far, any standout moments for yourself that you'd like to share with our our listeners?
1: Sure, Richard. One of my favourite moments came um, a few years ago when I was working at Condé Nast I was able to host the very first ever kids' state dinner at the White House with Michelle Obama. Oh, wow. We had a particular focus on healthy eating for children. And at the first kids' state dinner, we flew in one child and a parent from every state that had submitted a healthy recipe um, to put the spotlight on this very important initiative. It was a very special moment in my career.
0: That's, no, that's that's really touching. Like that, that's a, a real standout moment. Congratulations. Um, slightly a bit more trivial. What apps are you using at the moment? Um, yeah, well, you know, what's on your phone? What's helped you through the pandemic?
1: So I'm a I'm a mom of two little ones. So I would while well, I would love to read more, reading is a passion of mine. It's really hard to do it. So what I've been using is audible. Mm. Um, I know that it's a very popular app, but for me, it is a game changer in terms of being able to make reading accessible to me while I'm doing a million other things like washing the dishes or yeah. taking a walk.
0: Absolutely. You want to get the drone to do those dishes for you in the future, <laughs> uh, you to put that on the radar. Um, cool, and, look, and, and finally on this, something that very few people might know about you that when they listen, you know, maybe a friend listens, they're like, oh my goodness, didn't know that.
1: Richard, I feel like we may actually connect over this one because when I was reading your background, I see that you have an interest in theater.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: And this is something that I have a passion for, live theater. And I, I always thought that someday when I retire, um, I would love to produce live theater. This is something that I like really feel strongly about.
0: Look, absolutely. I, I can see that in you for sure. Get, tra- treading the boards and producing some awesome theatre. Absolutely. And look, hopefully we'll be back in the theatres in a couple of months, you know, or weeks even, for sure. Um, excellent. Um, and, and you know, Marie, you know, finally, for our listeners, what, what one key takeaway would you like to give them? Um, you know, they're listening and they you know, turn off their whatever device they're listening and they go back to the office, sit down. What one key takeaway would you like to give them Um, like food for thought for, for, for the rest of the day?
1: The thing that struck me the most working at the Drone Racing League is that you like to turn things that are impossible into things that become possible. And when you're thinking about, especially the listeners of this podcast, Gen Z, you're on the cusp of starting your career. The thing that's so exciting is that you may be working in careers that aren't even created yet. The drone racing league is five years old. My job, anybody else's job, the pilots, it it all didn't even exist five years ago. And today, there are all of these different skill sets and potential career paths possible just from this league. Imagine what's going to happen in the future. I think that Gen Z, the voice of making things that are really hard or things that people didn't think that they could do come to life. And that's what gets me up and rearing to go out of bed every morning is let's do something that nobody thought we could do.
0: Let's do something nobody thought we could do. Um, Look, I think that's a really great way to end this this chat this morning. Um, Yeah, Um, Anne-Marie, thank you so much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure.
1: Thank you, Richard. This was really fun.
0: A big thank you to Anne-Marie for joining us for today's episode and a final note from today's sponsors that to supercharge your online presence head over to GoDaddy or literally any other domain registrar or web hosting provider out there to get your new domain name dot online and dot store today. Have a great week ahead and look forward to welcoming you back here next week for some more youth trends from Foxburner.